wow, there is so much going on these days, it seems like, doesn't it? You know, yeah. we could talk about so much, but for the the, the sake of, uh, you know, our little hobby here, why don't we dive into some real estate stuff? Because yeah. if we talk about any of the current events that are going on, gosh, we would just yeah. sit here and- Two hours will go by and we won't like, talk about real estate. Yeah, which, and it's not that, you know, uh, current events and things like that aren't important, but um, for sure, let's, uh, why don't we dive in and, and some of that okay. might come up anyway. So um, again, I kind of was, I uh, came off that bike ride. I was uh, kind of cleaning up the tornado, which is <laughs> my home office here. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, so not 100% prepared, but I know that we trailed off on our last discussion and we'll pick it up right there. Um, and then that will kind of get us into, uh, you know, whatever we end up talking about. And that was when, um, <clears throat> you know, at the beginning of uh, an agent's career or at any time, um, that thought, that fear, that worry about um, messing up and, you know, having a deal fall apart and the, your customers, you know, they blame you, you know, you, we, you know, it, because of you, we didn't sell our house. And not only that end point to when it gets to there, but being, you know, new, you're building your business. You're trying to get your name out there. Reputation is important in any endeavor, but especially, especially those days when they post reviews. Reviews, and you know they look you up online. Absolutely. So you know, I wonder. It's really interesting about reviews in the sense that I look up reviews, and when you see that somebody always has five, that to me also uh, is a red flag because it seems to me that they're all um, perhaps not real because nobody's perfect. People are human and people that most people that put, make reviews will make negative ones. I mean, mm -hmm. unless you ask them to make a positive review, yeah. So as you know, I don't participate much at all in mm -hmm. any um, social media. And uh, however, I do, I do have a few and I do have a bad review in the sense that in one of my transactions where it was a probate, uh, a party to my seller that was involved with a probate didn't get what she wanted. She was not my seller, but she made a bad review because she didn't get what she wanted in the probate, which had nothing to do with me. I mean, I'm not a probate judge or an attorney. My job was just to sell the house, which I did. But anyway, so there was that. And another bad review that I had was the fact that and this is the reason why I tell you to say the same things over and over and over again, is that during the days of the REOs, which means real estate owned, and that didn't even enter the vernacular, our vernacular in real estate too much until, you know, 2006, 2008, when the foreclosures started happening. 
But, you know, when somebody gets a house through foreclosure, uh, the bank has to clear the title before they put it on the market. Now, in the state of Florida, the actual foreclosure proceedings that allow the bank to take back the property technically wipes away all the other liens. But even if that's the case, anybody to insure the title wants to make sure that anything that is currently on the title gets removed formally. And I know that we can go into title more than that. I'm just trying to keep it quick. Uh, and so when you sell a, an REO, usually that's not a problem. And, uh, but I always tell people, always, 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 do not spend any money on this property until it's yours because anything can happen between the time you make an offer and the time you close on it whether you're cash or not. I mean, I had, you know, some, I had more than once, the seller became incapacitated before closing and couldn't sign the documents. Right. So anything can happen. But right. these people went ahead and ordered fencing because it needed a fence for their dog and, and, and paid for the survey and all this other stuff. Well, as it was, mm. they couldn't get clear title on it. So uh, in the contracts, it states that uh, the seller has a couple additional weeks to, to clear the title. And if it fails to clear the title within that time frame, then any party can, can call it off because they can't convey a clear title. So that's what the lender did. And of course, I had nothing to do with that. But man alive. I killed their deal and they were so mad at me and they put a bad um, review anyways. So these are not nightmarish things. Um, but in the data affect me, you bet it did on many, 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 many fronts. Does it can now? <laughs> no. The only reason why I think about it is because you mentioned that and we talked right. about reviews. Yeah. Have I, have I been wrong in, in goofed up? Yes. We're human. Things happen. Right. And uh, do I remember those instances? I probably cannot name you one. I can name you one. That happened when I first got first got started. I gave a, a, a it didn't actually uh, mess up their deal, but I gave a valuation on a property that was way too low. And they did not go with me. They went with somebody else and they got the higher amount. And they certainly called me back to tell me that had they enlisted with me, they would have lost 20 grand. So did that affect me? Oh my God, did that ever affect me? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but, you know, have I thought about it these past 20 years, 25 years, 35 years? No. Sure. And so, that's, that's so you why, learn from that. <clears throat> excuse me. That's why, uh, obviously this discussion and you, your perspective is important, right? Because you are at the, at the other end of the spectrum. Right. But, you know, it's it can be a factor. And, you know, we are the face in these transactions. We are the middle person. We're the person that they can focus that anger to. Right. Right. Um, and that and we talked about that when when there's something that you didn't do, 
Mm -hmm. Um, You cannot act offensive. Mm -hmm. You simply say, I'm sorry it happened this way. Um, I can, I can, you know, describe what happened, but that's not going to make you feel any better. And I'm just sorry that it feels that way. And if you did do something wrong, then you fess up to it. Mm -hmm. I screwed up. So, and part of that is, I think, is, and and again, this is trying too hard and focusing too much on the fact not having that happen, right? For instance, trying to over-educate and over-say uh, uh, this might happen and this might happen and this might happen to where you're saying it too much to where you're you're, you're confusing them, uh, and then you know you. I guess what I'm trying to say is, is it's going to happen no matter what, how hard you try to do your best. It's numbers. Sales is numbers. Eventually, yeah. someone is going to be upset right. or unhappy with oh, any yeah. service it, or any product that you're trying to sell or, well, or do. You sometimes know that up front. When you go in and talk to somebody, you catch their attitude, you catch their cynicism, you catch their you know, mentality. Mm. And if they accuse, you know, there's some people that play a victim. I don't care what happens. They're the victim. So, you know, you catch on to that right away. And also, you know, talking about educating people about uh, when you first go in. So it's best to uh, adapt in your uh, vernacular that you use all the time that, and I use the word challenges, you know, um, uh, that, obtaining an offer on your property, especially in this market, is the easy part. Mm-hmm. The challenges come in the financing and the inspection and dealing with the other agent, dealing mm-hmm. with the other buyer and all the other dynamics that come to play sure. without specifying on what could happen. So, you know, if we haven't, you know, uh, when we're talking about um, inspections, many times, we know what the inspectors are going to call, but then again, inspectors are human too. They may not call what we think, and they might call stuff that we don't see, and they may even call out stuff that isn't even real, and right. that happens. So I don't talk about any of that except, like we talked about before, the roof. Mm. I let them know on their older roof that that also will be a challenge, but we will discuss that if. It, it actually comes in as uh, um, that affecting our transaction because it doesn't always. Crossing but those I, bridges when you get there. Right. right. That's what but I would I say. But I do let them know that when I see something absolutely that can be a challenge, I let them know that this is a possible challenge, not necessarily so. We'll cross that bridge when we get there, but I just want to point out that that might be a challenge and we do have ways to handle it. But yeah. let's just discuss that then in case yeah. it never happens. Right. Yeah. And when I'm and when I'm focused and I am sticking and remembering the the stages I uh, like to bring my customers through and I don't get long winded after an exhausted day and a late phone call. And I'm like, oh, crap, I need to get off the phone call. I've already said too much. Yeah. Normally, it's I'll say to them, hey, listen, there's a these are long transactions. We'll be going through this together. We will be crossing bridges when we get there. And I will go through each 
thing as we get to that step right. through the process. Right. So, you know, it's getting an offer first. Well, you know, there's a bunch first, getting that place ready to list. Depending, then, right. Depending getting, on whether you have the buyer or the seller, of course. Right. So uh, for seller, for instance, you know, and then, you know, next is the inspection. Why talk about anything down the road right. after that? We got that to get to. And then little steps by step. Well, right? the, the reason why I mentioned the challenges mm-hmm. is only that so they so they so that they have the mentality that you know uh the inspection is a challenge which tells them that there's possibilities that something can come up that we have to deal with financing is another challenge and they then and just say even though we have a pre-approval pre-qualification it's meaningless Mm -hmm. because once it gets to the underwriter, you know, yeah. who wants to act like God, we the, have a different, we have a different situation than the loan originator who, who issues and wants this deal to go through uh, is not the same person that's going to give the approval. So it's essentially meaningless. And those yeah. are the reasons, by the way, I have you talk to that loan originator, half yeah. of them never look at their credit report or maybe, but yeah. they don't, you know, it's what they do is see it's it's rock bottom and they see, oh, well, we can fix this and we can fix that. So if we fix this and if we fix that, then you can get it. But they will give you a loan approval, even if that loan, uh, even if that uh, even if they think that they have to fix the credit report first. So when right. I call them I and they can't tell me what the credit report is, I've just I ask you, can you tell me if it's, um, you know, high, medium or low? Yeah. And, and and the word that you said that I uh, uh, I've now adapted and I think I will use it into uh, you know my vocabulary is that word possibility, and I said uh, recently I says listen we now have a contract we now have the possibility right. of selling your house. All right. But right. then I go into there are still challenges and obstacles, but we will cross them when we get there and da, 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 da. And that's how you go into it. But it's like, yeah. And I said, I'll say, you know, it can be the most perfect. Everything could be perfect. Like you were just saying the financing and the, and the great buyers and we got a great agent and I spoke to the lender and I spoke to everybody. And it's still just a possibility, even when everything looks perfect. Things happen, right? You know, and, and then I always towards, use the. And then I at always, the very at the very end, we could be everything could be smooth, and on the last day, a family event could happen, a life change could happen. Someone has to back out. There could be a death in the family. Someone right. loses a job. Well, literally, right? Well, I I don't say it could. It could. I tell them that I've had it happen. Now I've had it. I've had one person die. I had and and you know and, and that's an easier thing to close because you know then you can get a court to approve that mm. um, quicker. Well, not necessarily quicker. And I also had somebody have a stroke on the way. They didn't die. They were incapacitated for a while. We couldn't do anything because we had a we had a wait. So so and I tell them that these two things happen. Not that it, I mean that I've experienced this. So don't think that it's a done deal until you have your key, the keys, until they have the keys and you have the check in your hand. That's right. Don't count those chickens until they come home to roost. Right. You know what I'm saying? Positive. Let's, you know, same thing for agents. (laughs) Same thing for agents. Don't, don't allocate (laughs) that commission check towards things until you're, you receive it. Yeah, right, because you may too. you may get in a position where you're like, oh man, uh, I mean, that happens all the time. I just all I thought time. I was gonna, yeah, 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 right. <laughs>
Well, as um, far as people getting, it's all about expectation. Well, well again, so, I want to, not the people part. So right now I want to focus on the, the mentality, right? The, 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 you can't, what I'm trying to say is you, you can't run your business daily with whatever aspect of whatever type of customer you are currently working with, with that worry in your mind, with that thought, with that trying too hard, you need to just do your business, how you run it, and just let the chips fall as they may. Well, right? just, sort of. And I want to just, I want to uh, just say one thing about that. Though. Sure, sure. It depends on who you're dealing with. If well, you know that you've got somebody that just gripes. Well, about then let me ask you that because it's the second time you mentioned that uh, today. Do you, will you just not accept the customer if you know off the bat? This no, is I just know that they're not going to be happy when I'm done. Okay. Hello. All right. And I don't, I don't offer anything more. And I what don't chit chat. I don't would, try to make a friend. Would you give that advice to a new agent? The same thing, you know, just, yeah, uh, yeah right. Just yeah. know that they're going to. You're going to learn. Right. And you're going to feel like crap. You'll learn more. beat you up. Depending on your personality and, and, and how you, if, yeah, right. some people more than others. I told you, I've had cr agents cry on the phone to me. Right. Like, and I'm like, uh, yeah. listen, I can't. Yeah. You know, and remember one one agent said to you, obviously, you didn't talk to your sellers because they would have not have responded that way. Oh, and he yeah. was just full of crap because you were on the phone with them for an hour trying to convince them something and they wouldn't do it. Well, that's another thing, you you know, uh, that uh, I you, you taught me. Right. Uh, you don't try to educate. Well, first of all. Dealing with other realtors, unfortunately, is, you know, the hardest part of the, <laughs> the hardest part of this whole right. thing. And uh, you can't spend your time trying to educate them, you know, just you, you tell them what's up and that's it. Hey, listen, dude, I'm they'll not get mad at you. They'll try to manipulate you. They'll try yeah. to make you feel bad. They'll yeah. try to do anything they can to get yeah. the upper hand. And you just got to just limit your conversation with them. Sure. And you know what? I do want to, uh, uh, um, uh, put a caveat on that in the sense that there are some really good, decent realtors that know the, know the Absolutely. gig and, and, uh, uh, it, it, and don't try to do that. So they are out there, but uh, honestly, um, you would hope there are more than, than I've found that there are. Well, I'll tell you this on, on a personal experience note, and we, you know, this, um, <clears throat> that uh, it's 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 too easy, unfortunately. To fortunately for you know people wanting to get into the business for for all the right reasons, but unfortunately for the multitude of people every week that are graduating here in our state that get into it for the wrong reasons, uh, you know. And I compare it to that corporate, uh, you know, when I helped, you know, that um, that real estate company in Canada. Right. I was basically a headhunter, you know, growing their business down here in the States and recruiting realtors and brokers and agents. And what I learned, I learned a lot, obviously, but to keep this to the point, agents in Canada. All right. It's it's like uh, 18 months 
10 to $15,000. It's a college program. Oh, I didn't know that. Absolutely. Well, yes. You have to, it's like uh, same thing as getting into a legal profession or anything like that. You there's commitment involved. So there, they don't have this this problem down here where um, I think a lot of it is uh, part-timers people. Uh, so, you know, you know, the, uh, the statistics of how long people last in any business endeavor, but especially real estate here in our state, but it doesn't matter if they get into it for whatever reasons. And they're in it for three months or six months or a year before they realize, Oh, I can't do this. I need to go back to cutting hair or, or whatever they're doing before. But the thing is, is while they're testing the waters, we may encounter and have to try to do business with these right. people. And right. that is why, well, hey, I charge what I charge, but I know I go into each deal. I just assume I'm doing the work for both sides. I'm doing everything for my customer. Yeah. I do well, that. That's I make, right. That is right. That's you right. You want to get the deal to close. You just make sure I, as best you can. Mm -hmm. There are, you know, and you talked about the new person and I know people that, and as a matter of fact, the longer in their business, the more arrogant they become and they forget and they think they know and they don't know. And, you know, and, and, you know, being a broker and being in the business so long uh, over the course of the years, I've always had the problem deals. So I had to deal with the problem deals and of course, deal with the agents behind that and the brokers behind that. And, and, and from, they come out of, you know, left field with what they say, you know, I had a, I, I had a broker once that told me that, you know, the, that, uh, not too long ago, a big broker with a big major company that there was uh, uh, things that happened to the property um, between the time that the, uh, that the uh, our buyer made an offer and it closed and it wasn't disclosed. Well, you know, latent material defects have to be disclosed. And she frankly told me, hey, your buyer did a final walkthrough. They didn't see it. That, that is just so such such a bad, horrible position and stance to take because it's totally wrong. But what that did is make the buyer now, um, you know, have to have to take them to court over over these issues. But that other that broker totally believed that the issues um, with what broke and, you know, it wasn't huge. Um, it was it was, well, kind of huge. I mean, it wasn't huge, but the refrigerator broke. Now, I mean, it might be, you know, a $1,500, a thousand, $1,500, $2,000 item, but when they purchased the house, it worked. And most people, when they do their final walkthrough, they don't check the appliances many times you have, and, and they don't, shouldn't have to. We have on our disclosure form updates. Now that's a material defect that you might not notice during your walkthrough. I rarely have any buyers that um, check all the appliances and the plumbing and everything on the final walkthrough. But yet those things need to be disclosed. So anyways. Um, yeah, you know, and you made me think of something too. Uh, and there's so many aspects to that because it isn't just new agents, right? But what, what I've encountered times is uh, with experienced agents and they get all puffy and that one you referenced already, like I've done, you know, $10 million. You don't, well, you know what? is, you know, I relate it to this. There's so many different um, types of deals and aspects that we, you know, deal with in this basis. And I mentioned to you, it's like, um, you can get rusty if you haven't done one particular kind of thing in a right. while right. where sure. you talked about that arrogance 
And very possibly they may have just been doing deal after deal after deal after deal after deal for the past who knows how long. And they haven't encountered the problem that you're talking to that person about. And they just through their arrogance think they know what they're talking about. And either maybe something's changed or they've forgotten or they just, again, it's they try that, to manipulate. They, it, they it, try it, to snow. Yeah. You. Yeah. And they get oh, that. And you're right. It's overconfidence and arrogance where, you know, me, um, I mean, I'm a geek uh, for this business. So, I mean, I'm always like, I don't, I don't want to ever assume I know everything, but I like learning about all aspects. Right. And if something changes, what's the interesting thing is not to go off too far is um, I've realized now the, uh, I, the value of asking a few different uh, agents, their uh, uh, view on a, right. the same question. And I will call these few people that, uh, you know, in our local, uh, in, in our circle. Um, and sometimes the, the when they're similar, I'm like, OK, well, cool. And they're usually easy when it's more of a, a in-depth, like specific, like an, a, a, an issue. It's amazing sometimes when I get the different, completely different right, exactly. view on the other end of the spectrum. Like right. one is like, absolutely no. And the other one's, oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. And I'm like. It makes, you know what that does actually, it makes me go, okay, this is something I actually really need to look into. Right. Sure. You know, because if it's my general, divided, my general, my general answer to that is it depends because nothing's black and white. Yeah. See that However, too. there are something, things that are black and white Sure. that, that happen, um, happen frequently. And, you know, being, having to go through continuing education because I'm an instructor, and during that continuing education, we, um, and actually they stopped it. I, ha I haven't had to do this, not the continuing education they stopped, but having the prosecuting attorney for frack tell us what the majority of their cases are and mm. tell us about their cases. Yeah. That's, that was fascinating to me. Um, and, you know, I like the law, but yes. um, the number one, at the last time we spoke, the number one issue with contracts was determining the effective date. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Do you know, and you asked the different, different, and that's, and I, and I've, I, uh, I've gone with you several times over the dates and that that's one that's time we need to talk just about that. Cause it's, so many people are all over the place with that That's effective correct. date and business days versus days and what's mm -hmm. this and what's that and mm -hmm. that effective date. So and um, when, when was the last initial? When, <laughs> when was the contract right. delivered? You know, I have, you know the, the, uh, we had a huge confrontation with a broker because they, their last initial was on Friday, Friday night, but that agent's uh, uh, assistant didn't work until Monday morning and didn't get the back over until Monday morning. Well, it's the delivery of that contract, which was Monday morning now, which is the effective date. Yeah. So, and what we always do because what we make, make it a standard practice. Uh, now, every time we have a contract to immediately send a letter, um, with, uh, you know, uh, looking forward to do the business, but with, the, all the dates, including the, and that's how we got, that's how we found out. Uh, I mean, that's how the dispute arose 
And then initially we didn't wait till the end. Um, when we sent out that letter and said the, that effective date was that Monday and they said, no, it's not, it's Friday. And it went, I mean, that we went round and round. I went round and round with the broker and the broker actually contacted the, uh, the legal um, uh, hotline. hotline. And of course we were right. And, I, and the reason why I know these things is because I have to keep up on it because I teach it. These right. other people, they don't remember and they just, they just forget. Yeah. Again, so, yeah. It's uh, that so, you have that muscle mental memory. You're speaking these things all the time because you're instructing it. <clears throat> I'm inst- you know yes, saying? that's correct. Right. The muscle memory, the bottom right. up. Right. Because I mean, that's why you're, you know, you're filled with all this, this, this knowledge and it's, you know, that delivery date too is something I've struggled with times and talked to you about because I'm like, well, is it you've delivered it back to them? But to me, I'm like, well, is it when they actually open the email? Get nope, No, nope. They, you've delivered it. That's it. That's correct. Boom. That's our proof. Right. We sent it to them. That That's is right. Correct. That is um, right. And uh, but so you're saying that you send those dates, which is interesting because I just uh, to a, a contract last night, went under contract last night and oh, one this morning. Right. Oh, and excellent. So, yeah. So, so those two, if you um, want a copy of Le- Kelly's letter, um, that's what I was going to say. You're, yeah, she's you're got saying, the template. so I send all of, uh, um, I send that over to our title, uh, person, but you send it over back over to the agent of the yeah, other yeah, side. Just so we're all on the same page. Cause if there's going to be any like controversy, that. I want to, I want to fix it right now. Absolutely. Because I send back, like you said, if I look forward to doing business with you, the whole thing, I'm a jigger, but I will, that's a huge. And it's also, and it's also, right it also, it is also proof mm. if it ever goes to court, yeah. if they don't say anything and disagree with it. Hey, we sent it over to you. If you didn't look yeah. them up and you did and you disagreed with it, then you lost your chance. Right. Because yeah. it's presumed that you accept it if you didn't respond otherwise. So just for so let's let's go ahead and say this right now. If uh, the uh, contract is signed and delivered uh, at 11 p.m. on a Thursday, when is the effective day of contract? When is that Thursday. contract effective? That Thursday. Right. That's so correct. Friday is the first day. That's correct. Right. So that counts. That that's so the, Friday, so if the escrow deposit has to be in three days. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, uh, 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 well, let's just say this, the, the days start counting from that Friday. Right. Right. The but day of course, Sunday hmm? is, a, a, of course, right in the contract, mm-hmm. it states that it's counted by calendar days, right. which includes the weekends and holidays. Mm-hmm. However, if the end is any... If- if it ends on a weekend or a holiday, mm-hmm. then it's essentially the end of the next business day. Right. So if you get a contract on uh, Thursday and they want three days for the EMD, the earnest money deposit, then you have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, Sunday's uh, a weekend. So it's actually due by the end of business on Monday. Correct. End of business so when being you put, 5 when you PM. put that on your when you put that on the date, the time frame on your letter, you state at the end of the business day on Monday, right? And, and name that date because you've right. counted it out. Yeah, yeah. And here's something else that we have dealing with right now, is that um, one of our agents um, uh, accepted an offer. It was a financing offer. They had three days to get their earnest money deposit in. After she got the contract. She got another better cash offer. 
So on the fourth day, the earnest money deposit wasn't there. And uh, uh, so um, she wants to take this other deal. So she let them know they have a breach and to accept the other deal. And that agent came back flipping out. No, it's there now. We got it there today. You can't do that because it's there now. Uh, sorry, you breached. And as yeah. soon as there's a breach, um, as soon as there's a breach, then you can call it up. Now, time is of the essence with breaches. So if they didn't get it there until Thursday, and you might even do Thursday and Friday, which is still okay. But the week later, if you get a better offer, and they said that um, you breached it because you got it in day four instead of day three, you can't call it a breach at that point in time because you have right. presumed to accept it a, a day late. Yeah. I mean, that just makes sense. Well, there's, <laughs> right. I know, don't have much I, I, I know. Especially when I they know. want to argue their case. Right, right. You know, um, yeah. Again, um, something that we'll talk about, um, you know, the, uh, uh, when we speak about the contract and these days and, and, and the importance of all these dates, um, <clears throat> you the know. Effective date is, is even if it's on a holiday, right. Because, you know, the main thing is, is, is any, you know, the, the title companies. All right. So your title company, they, they are working for the, the contract. They go by the contract, right? They should. They're supposed to, but they're, they're supposed to. Yeah. So they're, they're going to back the people who pay them, who give them the deals. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, usually, oh, I probably shouldn't say, ah, what the heck I thought about it. You know, speaking of, uh, title companies, you know, for the sake of time, um, I've gone with a, a particular uh, title company that we use again. And, you know, I forgot that. Communication is very, very important with me. Okay. Something as simple as just let me know that you received this, all this work that I did for you and sent you this email and laid out the entire contract and sent everything to you and said, you know, very nicely, you know, uh, if you need anything, ask me any questions, please confirm receipt. Let me know that you got this. What's so hard about doing because that? Because those letters aren't even opened. She doesn't read that. She, she does of mine it. because she says she prints out that page that I give her, you know, well, because I, she reads it. Maybe she uh, opens it. That's true. But I've had these discussions with her on the oh, you phone. Did. I'm like, listen, I need to be communicating. Well, you know what? If you already told, if you already mentioned it to her, then. Yeah. Well, the, the problem again, it's, it's, it's shame on me. This, I did it for the sake of time because I didn't have the time to. Uh, and I well, didn't... I'll tell you what, there's, there's a, um, uh, if there, let's, there's some compensating factors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, I, of course, I know who you're talking about. She is um, is very intelligent. Absolutely. She has a lot of added value. Oh, listen. And it, it, her and her fees are a lot cheaper than most. So you know. Uh, well, the, so the thing it, is, is is uh, and you're correct. Obviously, very very correct. Um, but it's like. Uh, I, it's it's me actually it's i it's am so peeves. wanting huh it's one of your pet peeves 
communication. A pet peeve, but also this is important to me. This business, I want to stay on top of even the littlest things. So I know that everything's going through the course for my customers. I want to make sure that we got the earnest deposit and when the title commitment comes and when, when these dates hit, I want to make sure that we've gotten everything. And I have to struggle with that with other yeah. people's Especially title companies. Especially the earnest money deposit. Right. I mean, like but, she you know, needs to get when, on that. Right when I'm on. dealing with the other side, I have to work on that. Yeah. When I have, when I, when it's my title, Title company, I should, I should, I don't want to have to, to no, be right. doing that. No, you know, so, I just want you know to hit my inbox. Well, you know? uh, what, what, this is something that we. That's why I tried to have. I tried to organize. I wanted to have lunch or dinner with her. Uh, yeah, after the last, that. I know. But, but right? here, see, here's the thing, trainer. Well, that's the thing. No, I, put I, right I, on your. Put right on the subject line. She sees it come in. Put mm-hmm. right on the subject line. Uh, call me now. I tell you what she does to me Yeah. when she calls me and wants me now, she rings me over and over and over and over and over again. When I, if I'm on another line, mm-hmm. I'll see five calls from her right in a row. That's what you need to do and train her. Yeah. Just train her. Otherwise find somebody new. But again, she has, when you have questions or when you have something you need looked up or when you have something, she doesn't charge you. She'll take care of it. When you have yeah. deeds that you need to be done and all this stuff, she's there. So you I know. just have to train her. Say, well, I need you to call me now. Yeah. But also it's a thing, you know. It's a thing. I get it. I get it. I hear you. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I see both sides of it. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Without a doubt. I, I they, it, make no mistake. Too. Make no mistake. There's, there's definitely pros and cons with who and what we're talking about, but there's also a lot of abilities and you know how I operate. Uh, yeah. I will Uh, I just, I didn't do it on this one because I hadn't between the last one and this one, I hadn't done the due diligence. I've been busy with, you know, and uh, I will find somebody else. No, I'm going to, I'm going to use other people and see if I can find someone who is a better relationship. You gave me a contact. I've got, I picked up a contact. So I just didn't do it this time. And again, you know, I just, uh, for whatever reason, I like about her, if you're working buyers too. Um, is that we close in the office. She'll go anywhere to close. She comes to the office to pick up the EMD. I mean, she does all those little Again, things. Again, all that stuff. But in this day and age with me, I guess maybe it is a pet peeve because nobody yeah. does it. Communicate. Communicate. It's simple. A thumbs up. I'm going to start telling people, just use that thumbs up on these text messages, man. You know, it's easy to push a button. That way I know you got it. You saw it. All right. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't respond to text messages. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about in general. You know, I'm talking about with my customers. Yeah. Customers when I'm training them now. I say, listen, and I'll put a group text now. I say, listen, if it's you or her, I say, listen, I'm doing a group text, you and her. You both have jobs. Listen. And when you see something, throw me a thumbs up. You know, and I've gotten thumbs up a bunch in the past week. Good, I good. love it. See, you're training them, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, because communication doesn't have to be long and drawn out. But I guess right. you're it's you're right. It's pet peeve, you know, yeah. I guess because in my personal life and business life and dealing with 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 agents and everyone that we deal with. Right. I like I just like knowing. And not only that, it's you want to have the answer now so you don't have to revisit it later because that's not efficient to come back to this to, the, to it. Right. When you when you put it and actually that's one of my weaknesses mm-hmm. is when I. Uh, when I send out a text and I don't usually, uh, I usually do my business correspondence through email. So I have a, a way to search it and, and a way to file it. But yeah. when I put out an email to somebody, 
I uh, assume that they're going to respond to it. And if they don't, then it falls through my cracks because it'll be a week before I said, holy crap, they never got back to me. So, and I have to do it all over again, which really makes me mad because I don't want to do it twice. I want to do it once. Right. And if they fall, if they fall off of it, that means I have to think about it again, put energy into it again and go back and do it all over again. So I hear what you're saying about that too. And that's my, that's one of my, that's one of my biggest weaknesses in, in my line. If I, that, uh, that, that, that happens, I have to, well, you know what I kind of do now, uh, and I should get more of a habit, especially with a, 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 a serious item that I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. I'll copy myself so that when I'm going through my emails, I'll see it. I'll see, and I don't open it. So it stays dark. So when I'm, when I'm scrolling down, I see it dark and I say, Oh, I sent somebody, (laughs) I sent somebody this, um, this email and I never got a response from it. And then that kind of, uh, tips me off and clues me in that I have to spend my energy and time to do Mm. it all over again. Yeah. And when I do it all over again, I take the original and forward it over. So they let, so they know that uh, they ignored me the first time. Yeah. I've gotten into uh, you. Well, uh, I think you may, you may or may not know, but uh, I'm sure you do. Um, but so much has gone on since then, uh, obviously, but I've gotten into these battles these back and forth battles uh, through emails with, uh, you know, uh, some manager at some HOA where I can't, you know, the gatekeeper where I can't get the simplest information. (laughs) Right. And so it escalates and I attach, I start attaching people to it. And then next thing you know, I've attached everybody involved in the deal, whether they are in this conversation or not. And I want, and not BCC, CC. And this person sees all of a sudden that now everybody's seeing this conversation and seeing her lack of her doing the simplest thing and things get done. Right. right. And uh, I've mentioned this before, the power of the pen. All right. Electronically, it it is mightier than the sword. You know, when you start uh, not just sending uh, a a, a message to a specific person, but you start including people. Yeah. They don't want, that. they don't want anybody else to know that they're no, no, you're opening eyes up to, yeah. to a, a breakdown of right. uh, whatever's going on. Right. And I've been complimented several times after the fact, after the deals have closed, I've gotten, I don't know what system I get in emails where other agents leave reviews for other agents. I don't know what it is, but I've gotten even a few reviews. And one was from, uh, I can't think of her name right now, but it was actually that specific one. She was like, watching you go to uh-huh, bat uh-huh. for your customers was Good. one of the most amazing and enjoyable Good. things Good. That I saw. And she was Good. like, I can't, Good. Good. I, you know, I can't wait to do work with you again. That's flattering. Like, yeah, Congratulations. It was. Yeah. Things like that are more than any amount of money yeah. when I hear that from another agent. Yeah. Right. And again, I was attached. She was not involved. She was just the other agent. Yeah. But in my mind, she was involved. Sure. She worked she for the sellers. Close. I Absolutely. work for the buyers. I'm trying to sell her condo right. to and my it's her, customer. And it's the seller's HOA. Yeah. So she never interjected. Most people never interjected, but they were watching and they were seeing yeah. this. And then I did the same thing when I battled yeah. her title company. And, uh, you know, again, she complimented on that. She, I, I, again, you know, a bunch of charges on there. They were trying to charge the buyer and right. one by one. And, and was it work for me? Yes. Really? No. It just took email after email after yeah. email and time. diligence. Time, you know? <laughs> there goes that, that sound again. <laughs> I know what that is now. 
<laughs> but anyway, um, so back to, I guess, mainly what I was, what I wanted your viewpoint on and your opinion on is um, what, well, I'll tell you how I feel. I think, you know, if you catch yourself doing it, um, you know, over doing what? Oh. trying to, uh, 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 trying not to fail in your customer's eyes, trying to do, trying to tell them all these things so much to where it now looks like you're just defending yourself before anything happens. Like, I think yeah. that our mindset is everything and, you know, it's the law of attraction. And if you're worried about failing with anything constantly, you're doomed to fail. It's almost like you're putting that energy out there. Whereas if you take the time you're worrying and it's that fear and that worry, abolish that. Just do your thing, man. Just do your job. Do See, your and, you're, job. and you, and, and, and you haven't had thing. enough experience to, uh, to really feel the confidence and what, but you should, I mean, you've done enough business now, uh, but you, but you still, you still don't. The other thing I wanted to say that I, I always tell everybody now that maybe you should too. Um, I know that one of the biggest uh, and one of the biggest, um, and it's not, it's not a problem you have right now at all. Mm -hmm. uh, but once you get busier, it might be, is that people say there, there was no communication. And, uh, you know, sometimes a week will go by and to you, you don't even think about it because, you know, I mean, it's going to be 30, 45 days before we close and a week has gone by or 10 days gone by. You haven't talked to them. They're sitting there wanting to know what the heck is going on. So I always tell them right on my listing appointment or right at my sale is that communication is two ways. I, if I don't have anything to tell you, I won't call you. You won't hear from me. But if you want to know anything, you can email, text, pick up the phone and I'm on the other end. So don't yeah. get mad at me because you don't hear from me. Well, that's, I that's, need to hear from you too. That's setting that's training again. It's training. It's setting expectations. That's it's correct. something that I did from the beginning. I end every Good. phone call. I say, say, listen, you have a question. You have anything. Don't stew on it. Call me. Let me know. Call, text, email, whatever you're comfortable right. with. Let me know. And then I also. But uh, also say if you haven't contacted them. That no, 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 no. This is yeah. what I say. Listen, I say, you know, there's times where we're going to be back and forth a lot. Like, right. you know, before we get an offer, it's like, boom, boom, I'm showing, I'm letting you know when I'm showing, like, there's a lot going on there. And then when we're at a stage where something isn't going to happen for a while, I let them know too. I says, or listen, at this point, we might not, you might not hear from me for a few days, there's, unless there's an update or something changes or something, I will contact you and let you know. But otherwise, you know, you'll hear from me right. once we have the inspection. Or call me. Or call me. Right. That's right. Well, that's, that's where right. I'll always end it. But as always, if you need anything, right. you good. reach out to me. Good, right? good, good. So, good, good, and good. because, you know, there, again, it, 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 that's a real thing. There's times where a week could go by and there's no reason for, for us to talk to each other. You know, um, it's, I just got uh, um, this, uh, a customer, a seller, um, mentioned that we have another listing across the street. Well, we had another listing across the street. So these people across the street wanted X amount of dollars. And it wasn't my, it wasn't my listing, but our agent, you know, I said, 
Uh, you know, that seems a little excessive, but this market, you never know. And, you know, did the, the whole thing and we can put it there. And if, and if it, we don't get, if we don't get the, you know, an offer or lookers, then we just know it's just beyond what somebody, anybody, and that, you know, it, once it hits the internet, we have tens and of thousands of people looking at the price and, and, and looking at it. And uh, so it didn't get the activity. And after a week, 10 days, uh, they want the price reduction. So he got the price reduction. And then the seller called and said, I didn't authorize that. What are you reducing the price for? And uh, he said, but I was there. We talked about it and you have signed it. And she said that was under duress. And he said, yeah, right. She wow. said, okay, that we have a problem. So at that point in time, you know, he said, I, I, I'm not going any further on this. Uh, and he, we later found she was an older lady. She's starting to lose it. But she also went across the street to the person I was talking to and said, they can't sell the house. They didn't, you know, and all this and was. Uh, but and wasn't was, her husband present as well? Yes. During that conversation? Yes. Yeah. And he was and he was supporting it. But um, but and then they started having you remember how you had said that you had a buyer and seller that started getting into it. Yes. They had the same thing. Ah. ah. So he, that's when he said, you know, I think that you guys need to talk about it. And I'm just going to step back for a little while. I'm going to take it off the market until you decide. And there was other issues going on. But yeah. my point is, when you talked about, you know, what happens when they're not happy with you, mm -hmm. and, and it has nothing to do with you and what you do. And this person is telling another person across the street, the other person across the street realizes what happened, but many times they don't. So this stuff happens and you have absolutely no control over it. No. And, and that's these why are, it's a numbers game. It is a numbers game. Um, you don't worry about it. Uh, if, if it's going to happen, just know yeah. that it's going to happen. That's correct. Unless you're that's a part-timer right. and you're not going to last in this business. Anyway. You know what? Maybe I want to tell you, I want to tell you that <laughs> I had, and, and it was, and I didn't know, I, it just occurred to me, um, I didn't know it at the time when I said it, but later on over the years, I had what, when I was brand new in the business, I had a deal that died for some reason. I don't remember it, but that realtor said to me that she's been in the business for X amount of years and she never had a deal, a deal die. And I said to her, then obviously you're not doing enough deals. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I just, that just popped out of my mouth at the time, but thinking about it over the years is that's exactly right. If you're going to do one deal a year and it, and it, and it, and it doesn't fall, but if you're, if you work and if you try to put stuff together, especially in the markets where it's hard, when I first started, you know, the interest rates were 18 and 19%. So it's hard. So, you know, we have deals fall. If you don't have a deal fall off, then you're not trying hard enough to put deals together. Right? Yeah. You've seen how hard I've worked on some of these deals. Like, yeah. oh my God, like just, just pulling out every, every you're trick even, out you're of You're even the fixing up their houses for them. <laughs> Bless your heart. You're a better man than me. You won't see me doing that. I mean, I can give them, I can give them people's names and numbers and, you know, I'll bring them over boxes well, and stuff. But and I'm, again, I'm not, Teresa paints too. I'm not painting their house. Again, One time, I'll take that back. One time, and I do tell everybody when they have a lot of stuff and we're going to close in 30, 45 days, you know, mm -hmm. you, you, I don't want to list your house until you have it done. How many times that people 
they can't get done on time. And I had this one girl was supposed to be at closing and we're at the office waiting for her. She wasn't answering her phone and it was right around not too far. I drove over there and she was passed out on her front, on on her living room floor and with boxes or you all there. And she says, I can't do it, Julie. I can't do it. And so I, you know, I ran, got her boxes and I threw the rest of the crap in her boxes and shoved it in her U-Haul. And I said, you're closing this baby. Right. So Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. You you know, um, it's, that is, you know, again, and it goes back to anyone who gets into this uh, industry thinking, I'm just going to show houses and make lots of money and it's going be so much fun they say oh i love looking oh at yeah houses. i looked yeah. at houses when we went to buy ours it seemed like fun yeah you know i could do that for a living yeah. um but and it's i will i will even say this that it's it's these interactions all of these things when we're working with our customers that's the part that is that can be draining and exhausting and at yeah. the end of the day especially the more you care Right. Because, uh, you know, it's just like having any type of interaction with anybody in your life, you know, that you're trying to help or it's something as big as this. And they don't listen to you. Either they they don't listen or they have problems you're trying to overcome. Or they know better. Or they're getting emotional or, you know, this. I mean, we are part time therapists a lot in these business where it's I mean, I I guess I guess that's the right term. It's not like we're trying to to be their therapist, but we're hearing their stories. We know what's going on. We're part of their life through this. And, uh, you know, and then when all of a sudden they are arguing with each other and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, listen, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and get off the call. You guys go ahead and and, and we'll talk tomorrow. And and when it's gotten to that point and you've been on the phone for 45 minutes and it's nine o'clock at night and you get off the phone, exhausted. if you're not exhausted, I don't know. You're you're a robot because I am. That will be the exclamation point of my day where I'm like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh See, again, you'll, you'll learn not to do that after a while, too. Well, and At the again, end of your business day, it's the end of your business day. That's the balance. And, and, yeah, right? You got it. You and can't let that. You can't let it leash, well, leash you around by, by a leash and collar. You just. Well, can't. you know, I, and again, we're on different timelines, right? Whereas your length and when you started right, and sure. my length and where I've started. And you got to learn and, this. It's your well, path. You, some you, of you, it, you figure I, it out. Right. Well, listen, some of it, again, uh, I'm blessed to be at, at, at uh, I'm blessed all around. And, you know, like you said, what the, the amount of work and extracurricular things I do for my customers, um, I do it out of my heart and I enjoy the work. And I'm in a position where I think it's important to uh, to learn these these balance and what to do and what not to do. Um, uh, not only for this show here, so uh, agents getting into this or anyone you know but- wanting to learn this stuff, it's important. But for me personally, um, I will. Uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, how can let I put me, can this? I, I'm not know, in I, this for the money. Let's put well, it. Well, let me just. Let, my, a thought my, occurred to me that I want to share with you. Sure. What you are doing. Uh, by going above and beyond Mm -hmm. is very, 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 very admirable. Mm -hmm. And uh, that'll, that's going to become part of what you tell people and and what you're going to do for people. And then it's going to start to come from the bottom up. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. 
Exactly. Now, and, when you start doing, when you start having 20 listings, and 30 well, that's listings, the thing for you're me, not be able to do that. And you're going to well, overpromise. Well, that's the thing there, for me personally, uh, two, there's going to be one or two things and I can't foresee the future. One, I'll never, ever take on that amount of work. It'll just be, this is how I want to do run my business, a short amount of uh, listings at a time or two. I will continue to grow my team and I will, I will be hiring uh, assistants who I train now that I run my business a very specific way. And I won't just hire anybody. I will put them through training just like any great that's right. fortune that's, 500 that's, that's company does. Two. You can't, it's, it's going you're, to be you're not going to refuse business. It's going to be two. No, but I'm going to make sure that I have a solid team and, right. and, and gears running my machine right. to where I can, is- where kind of like how we will be. Um, if this show ever takes off and does anything where we'll have people doing all the, running everything where we just show up, we have a conversation, we leave and, 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 and we have a bunch of other people doing the recording and all that stuff. Right. Similar. I, yeah. Right. Right. I, right. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, at, at some point growth requires more, you know, you got to hire people. Right. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But to do all your contacts. And follow up and all yeah. those things that you drive you crazy because they don't answer right away. Right. All of those. The, all of those things. Exactly. The the work. Well, actually, you know, we do have somebody in our office that'll take care of all that for you for 300 bucks a transaction, just mm-hmm. to let you know. I do know that. I've okay. known that for the longest time, right? Mm-hmm. But there's, again, uh, anybody that I uh, work with, you know, um, mm-hmm. it will have to uh, go through the same um, processes yeah. Uh, and it's a good learning curve. You need to know what's yeah. involved in all of that. Yeah. Anybody does. Right. I think, you know, if you're any person, whatever field you're in or in endeavor, you know, you start of, a, you know, a, a company of one. Right. Right. And you learn. Right. right. And then you start delegating out the things right. that you now know you have a generalized knowledge in. Yeah. But you know that that's not the main point for you to grow your business. Right. And you can't do everything. You can't, you can't do right? everything. You know, nobody's made money without the help. of. And people. you can't micromanage those that yeah. do it their way either. Yeah, there was. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to, 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 to finish that point on. And it was about and I just remembered something, too. I'll say that, too. Um, social media. It was uh, this is, uh, again, my uh, 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 the blessing of this is, is this is this is this is my way I found uh, in my life where I get to serve other people. I get to help other people and to have found something that uh, I believe that's, uh, I think that's um, something that's important uh, in this short existence of being a human being is, is, um, you know, uh, caring and helping other people. And and how can I do that? And I've always wanted to do that. Um, And this is my way of doing that. So all that extracurricular stuff is, it's, it's, it's genuine, you know, sure, I, I know, I absolutely, you know, and that. that's why I, I bring up this question of, of, of failing and having someone, because for me, you're right. Um, even the littlest setbacks, I, I, I'm like, I feel bad more personally. Yeah. Uh, not that anyone's been mad at me yet. I've just dealt with difficult people. And what's funny is those difficult ones. And, you know, I love them almost more than the ones that are easy, just because it's like, I, I'm not going to, because people are different. 
And I learned that some people, they seem like that they're raising, you know, uh, 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 they're getting heated towards you. But then the more you deal with them, you realize, oh, well, this is just this person's way of communicating with people. This is how they communicate, you know, and this is how she communicates. And uh, especially when they're from a different country, you know, uh, and I'm talking about the, the one property where they're from the UK. And not only are they out of town and you're learning vocabulary in different ways, and sometimes they speak and say something and you're and they're meaning something else but then you got the accents and uh then you've got again how their personality and and, and, the, and the they, dynamics between them the dynamics between them and and again at the end of the day i was you know i i, I thought you you know you even said this midway through it you're like those people aren't going to be happy no matter what you do but you know it turns out the best the most sent, the most thoughtful review that I now have, the most recent one, is from Vinny, the husband. Good. Left me a review on, my, from on my business page. Yeah. And yeah. Um, hers came verbally, but I guess he wrote it on behalf of both of them. But still, okay, great. you know, I was Good. like, I'm still going to ask him, you know, say, yeah. hey, listen, you know. And uh, it, it, again, that meant a lot. I was like, wow, you know, but um, I guess it's, yeah. it's all about, you know, this is. This is that whole thing of 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 me getting getting to help people. But I thought you know of something what? the other day that we talked about, and it was uh, the social media. We were talking about it. And I don't think it was uh, on here, but I wanted to tell you now. When I uh, um, it was about, and I know you don't do social media at all, and I'm very limited in it. And uh, we can talk about that one day about social media and business and real estate and stuff like that. You should, I but mean, uh, I, we should, I, we definitely I mean, should. I'm, I'm, yeah. But mine, uh, it was all about. Um, and a two-way street. You actually said that in conversation today. It's funny um, that you were talking about that. But my friends on my personal, uh, my Facebook, honestly, I have like 52 friends in there, right? Not hundreds, not thousands. And I'm constantly kind of weeding that garden and, 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 and tending to that because these are people that I either have real life relationships with, they are friends, or we've met and we're going through that stage, and maybe they'll be in the garden. It's not family, it's not coworkers, it's not business, whatever, and it's engaging. But uh, it's a two-way street uh, with me. I'm not a groupie. I'm not following you. I'm not a follower. Okay, we're friends uh, on my Facebook, and if you're not going to engage and treat me and act like a friend, boop, I'll pluck yeah. you right out of that garden and unfriend you and block you. I don't mm -hmm. care. I don't need to, to hear anything about you. And then what's funny is current events. I told you a couple of days ago with what happened in the news, what's in the news cycle. It's amazing that this is the biggest news, but um, <laughs> that uh, the stuff that Sam's like, oh, I got to stay off social media for a while because yeah. they, they, you, you, you realize yeah. some people say some of the most ridiculous things. Yeah. yeah I can't, know. I can't tolerate that anymore. <laughs> I just can't. Why I never, I it? never say anything, but I, I can't, I cannot read because yeah. it just boggles my mind how shallow and stupid people can be that I cannot, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. It, it makes me look at, I'll be like, now, did you think before you wrote that? Because I, I yeah. considered you an intelligent person, yeah. but it's like yeah, some see? things will make people say the silliest things. And it's like, yeah. are you being a troll? Like, yeah. are you saying that specifically? Yeah. See, to... that's, leave me out of that world. Yeah, totally. I, I, yeah it can be. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, there's no way. Sure. Like yeah. even my little, uh, my little bit that I, that I dabble in it. It's like, again, I wasn't on it for a week. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I'll log in, you know, and do something, but. 
Yeah, it's, there's certain events that happen and then everyone just comes out with their opinions and what they say. And then you're like, is this how this person really thinks? Yeah, I know. Golly. I know. Then it's like, uh, you, get the, you get the roundup out. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't be in my garden. I can't yeah. have this pollution. Well, you know, and not only that, the other way, I was with somebody, a friend of mine, who, um, you know, we were, you know, hanging out at, at the pool and at the table and stuff. And she had her phone and uh, she, you know, people check their Facebook or whatever, or maybe she got message. I don't know, whatever, however that happened. But she responded to something. And after she wrote what she wrote and she told me what she wrote, she responded to me that she had that what she wrote, she didn't feel at all. She wrote it for, she wrote it for uh, what everybody else might think about what she said about the circumstances. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, you know what? that whole world is so fake and so phony and pretentious and you know how many likes did I get or how many people whatever that is like the craziest craziest thing for me I can't I I want no part of it whatsoever you said it right there and she said she she told me what she said she posted it and said to me I I uh I don't you know what I just she I don't exactly remember the words she used but she says something absolutely contrary to me about the situation than she just posted. And I'm yeah. just thinking, I'm sure everybody else that, does that too. Well, that, that speaks, that hits the nail on the head with the problem with that, right? Like, because me, you know me, communication is important in every form, right? So I think, I try to think before I say something. I try to think before I write something. And sometimes I'll write something and I will pause. Sometimes I'll come back to it later and make sure that I didn't make a rash thought because the, the, the all, there have been times where I go back and read something and I'm like, oh man, did I really say that? And usually it's when I've done it in haste. Well, you, you know, know, for me, if I were to post anything, who wouldn't think that I might change my mind an hour later and feel differently about it. Right. And you can't just keep changing your mind. I change my mind all the time, depending on my mood, depending on my perspective, depending on my hastiness, uh, you know, and, and over time um, I can evolve on what I say. I don't want anybody to bring up what I said, you know, last month or last year or, or, or an hour ago, because I absolutely could have changed my mind by now. I got other informations. I'm in a different mood. I processed it differently at this point. And what I said before, I no longer believe in. But everybody has a record of that. Thank you, but no. Yeah, well, that's what we, I mean, we both find that important in life, right? The ability to to change your viewpoint on something. That's right. That's what growth is all about. Absolutely. That's what intelligent conversation is all about. You know, when you're listening to somebody and they have a, a view on something that you have a view on and they bring to the table some some factual things or their point and they go and you go and you're listening to them. You go, wow, man, you know what? You got a point. You got a point, man. Right. I, I, I either have to that. rethink this or you adopt right. their view right then and there. You're like, man, right. that is a valid point. Right. I changed my mind. That's man, correct. Thank you. Right? That's correct. That and that is the that's why I don't post anything ever. Well, yeah, and forget about posting. That's we're talking about actually knowing your what that story with you and your friend and what she posted is the reason why there is no intelligent conversation on social media. It's a it's an outlet that is different than from what we're talking about, right? Yeah. But but that's the difference between uh, people that I like to share my time with and those people that can't 
They're like, uh, you know, they're, they're always right. They know everything about everything yeah. and they won't change their minds on anything. Right. It's like team this, you know, yeah. team this. I'm on this team and your team sucks. And that's yeah. it. I don't yeah. care. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even I see. I can't I can't even tolerate any of that stuff anymore. Yeah, well, it's it's good. And uh, it's good that you don't. It's garbage. You know, um, it, it's it's a it's it's a it's a it's a strange form of communication for sure. You know, I want to say something else uh, <clears throat> going back into real estate that I that um, absolutely that, sure that, uh, you know, people do not remember realtors, maybe. Uh, but and even people when they decide to move or whatever, sell their house. People do not understand how absolutely emotional and stressful moving is. Not to mention, it's one of the biggest investments and purchases they'll ever make with that kind of money. It's the commitment and everything. It is not just a simple, we think of it as just a simple transaction. How many are we closing in a month and a year and the volume that we do? But when you have to move yourself, I know me, and I've been doing this forever, Every time I buy a house, I think I pay too much still. Every time I sell a house, I think I sell it too little still. And every time I, when I move, which is, I hope I never move again, but mm -hmm. every time I move, it is such stressful uh, packing up and moving and, and having to, you know, do everything that's involved with all that. It's so time consuming and all that, that, uh, that, like you said, helping people through that um, and being assistance is is it's is a great asset to people and being there, you know, taking off some of that stress and things like that, because, you know, some people take it, make it, you know, easier than others. But the average Joe, uh, when they have to move is it's just it's just a terrible thing that they have to do. They're not I mean, they moving out is this particularly tough. Because sometimes they don't want to move. Sometimes they, you know, how many times have you heard all my memories are here? I don't want to leave. Do you know how many times I've had to tell people that your memories are in your brain, not your house. Yeah. You're going to take your memories with you. Yeah. You're not leaving them in your house. Yeah. I, I, I say that. I, I don't know how many millions of times I've said that. Yeah. But um, and that moving in is is far less stressful and and all that. But again, the financial aspect of it and if they made the right right move and, and all that stuff is is tough for people. Yeah. I, I, you know, I always I use the word we all the time and I always remind them it, it, throughout, you know, every now and then I says we and I says, remember, that's the royal we. You know, obviously it's you. These are your decisions. This is your money. But right. we as in we're a team. Like I'm, I'm on team, whatever their last name is, yeah. you know, this is team. And then I use their last yeah. name and then, uh, and, and that's, that's good. Yeah. That's and good. I've told you before that, you know, there's always sales at the beginning when you first meet a potential customer, yeah. you got to sell yourself, right? This is who I am. This is what I can do. Da, 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 da. But through the course of it, uh, I've, uh, learned very quickly. I no longer have to sell myself. Um, they can tell I'm genuine with, with what I'm trying to do. Well, you don't, you're not supposed to keep selling yourself no, once no, you, once, yeah, then you just, no. just do no, I tell game. them. And then I always interject this is when I'm doing things with, you know, for the open house, for instance, I'll say, okay. And then when they come in, I'll be reading their body language and da, 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 negotiating my salesman stuff. I'll be turning yeah. on the gears there. And then the same thing. 
thing when I'm talking to their agent or stuff like that. And I always remind them when I'm talking with them, I'm not trying to sell you anything at this point. Oh, I thought I turned the volume down. Speaking of our title person. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you're correct. I'm no longer, we're no longer, I'm no longer trying to sell them at all. Now I'm working. And you shouldn't because once no. you try to sell somebody no. when you're already sold is, right. is a little yeah. weird. Yeah. And now I have a, uh, uh, you know, a potential uh, prospect that is a a very, very big one. I mean, his house is almost a million dollars and, you know, and that's a a, a business because he wants to buy land in the future. He wants to sell his house. He wants to buy a new house. He wants to build a house. Right. But that's a nurturing relationship right right now. Um, And I've told him already, we've spoken enough and we do periodically um, that I've told him, I says, Hey, listen, Danny, you know, uh, I want you to know, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to sell you on anything. All right. We have a rapport now. I'm not going to try to force you to sell your house before you want to sell it. All right. Just, you know, continue looking you at know, the properties that I'm t- sending you. You know, you and don't want to ready. Let me know. Yeah. Right? But already... we do have to do a little more than that. No, no, no. I know that. Okay. I know that I'm keeping okay. very specific on just that interaction with him. Yeah. You know, the interaction with, I want him to know that we are now on a, 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 a team like basis, right. Um, <clears throat> to the point where uh, I give him the facts and the information about the market and the things that you're about yeah. to bring up. I can tell there is some urgency and importance and things like that. I let him know that stuff without doing it in a way where I'm, where so I, I, what, I guess like I'm forcing him to, I to guess, um, I think, in, I mean, uh, so selling yourself is different than salesmanship. So mm-hmm. while you're while you are dealing with you know your farming and your fishing and all that stuff, you still have to do the sales because that's what they're hiring you for you. Yeah. So you still have to be a salesman and do all those things, even though you don't have to sell yourself. Yeah, you right. Know? And that's yeah. what I'm doing when I tell him that specific right. uh, point of information. The other stuff is what you immediately I saw your eyes light up and you were gonna no, I'm still doing the sales. Yeah. Right. But I've mentioned to him that that part is pretty much I'm saying that I'm no longer trying to sell my services on you, who I am. Like, you know, yeah. we're good. I've been to his house. We, yeah. you know, we've interacted a lot and we continue to do on a basis. And there's reasons why he's not ready to sell yet. But, you know, I follow up with him. He follows up with me. You know, right, that's yeah, something yeah. that that may take place a year from now. Who knows? Yeah. Two years mm-hmm. from now. I don't know. But it's like there's a a, a rapport there. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted him to know that when I do give him updates, when I call him to tell him and I do my sales with him, I make sure that he knows that I'm just doing this for your information. Right just so you have the facts. So you can make more informed decisions on when you're ready, you know, and when this looks good to you. But uh, I'm not calling to pressure you into selling, you know, if you are not ready yet. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, you know, and he, and, and he well, gets some that. people need to be pressured because know. they cannot he make doesn't. decisions on their own, but he if does not that per, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, you have doesn't. to know, yeah. you know, that's, part, this of, is a, that's uh, part of training for a salesperson to know who you're dealing with and what they need absolutely. and what they require. And that's, that, that's why I'm blessed to have brought my, oh yeah. You know, my expertise in that, right? My history yeah, of, of my yeah. life before getting uh, into this profession. You know, this that's is my right. third and last career. And uh, again, I'm blessed to be in it. But uh, and that's very, very specific with just that one 
prospect yeah, or right. potential customer. It's my right. relationship with Danny, right? I've helped him out with a lot of things. I mean, we met with the safe. He's the one who got the safe. Oh, the yeah. 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 So he ended up getting that safe for free. Yeah. You know, all that money. So he, loves you know, he loves me, man. Yeah, yeah. right. But um, but he's he's actively engaged, right? He looks at those auto emails every day since for, for the past five months. And we talk on a semi-regular basis. Good. Like he's he's engaged in his property yeah. value by the time we go to sell it may increase another 150,000. Who knows? Yeah. Also, um, but that's obviously, um, and when you're, and let's, let's make no mistake. I mean, that's a big fish, you yeah, know, so right. that would be a great, uh, a financial long-term, would be, would right. be great long-term. And uh, that's one that, you have to treat, not like, I mean, like you said, you got to be very, very, your salesman. You got to know when to turn it on, when to turn it off. It's, there's right. a balancing act there. That's, you don't want to chase someone right. like that off. You know, and and, and that, that balancing act um, for the best salespeople is definitely bottom up. And yeah. uh, once you start thinking about what you're doing too much is when it, it when you throw it off kilter and you're off balance with it. So yeah. that's, I think the difference between, um, a seasoned uh, realtor salesperson and one that's just starting to learn the ropes where you, well, where you try too hard and it, and it doesn't come as naturally. And, and the, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why, again, I think it's important for these uh, discussions that we have to, to gear them towards um, someone that is, is brand new with everything. Right. Yeah. They're not only new in this industry, but this, they're, they're new at sales and like all these things, like I'll ask you questions and we, you know, things that I already know the answer to, but it's like, I'm wanting us to have these discussions because the they, principles great. are important for anyone, right. maybe not, maybe anyone that just wants to listen to, right. And, and, and learn these things. But, um, and, and, and again, we talk about it, it helps me remember things and think right. about things. And I love that, but right. let's right. end it on this. Since you said that, okay. You talked about, um, new versus experience, uh, in, in any aspects, right. And bringing it to any business that you're, you're just starting, but real estate in particular for us, this is the world that we, we live and work and play in, but, um, uh, I don't feel we touched on everything that we could have. Obviously, we'll, we'll touch on it again, but mm -hmm. I want to know. So when it comes to that, uh, you know, the numbers game and, um, you know, uh, um, trying to uh, or maybe worrying about uh, failing on a deal or having someone mad at you or anything like that, like, were you ever like that? Obviously, right? So basically, sure. how, so. at the beginning, how did you, do you remember anything specifically how you overcame these things? And, and how long did it take you to, to make that shift? And uh, did you have a mentor that helped you at the time that guided you through these early obstacles or? No you know, mentor. I learned, I learned, I think I, my very first transaction, oh my God, uh, I was, my very first listing, um, <clears throat> I went over, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the contract again, driving over. I'm so nervous. And uh, I pull over the side of the road, go over it. And, and when I arrived at their house and uh, they, they opened the door, this guy was huge. And he asked me to come on in. And I went and sat down at the kitchen table, which you do not do. And I was so nervous. I started sweating profusely noticeably 
I was trembling and I couldn't talk. My, my mouth got all dry. I couldn't talk. And, you know, I was like, you know, 25, but I don't even think yet 25, just mm-hmm. a couple months before my 25th. And, uh, and I started to cry and I said, I'm sorry, I have to leave. And all the way home, I said, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I mean, all the way back to the office. And I got to the office and I opened up the door and I saw who is now deceased. So I can say his name, Bill Ramsey. And I said, and I thought to myself, if he can do it, I can do it. I just have to figure out, figure it out. I just have to figure out how. So I, on my own, um, we had some training and I did go to the training, but the training just tells you, doesn't train you, doesn't coach you. It doesn't tell you, you know, uh, exactly how to read people or what to do or what to say or why and all that stuff. It's just, so, you know, I just, I just figured it out. And, you know, talking about being beat up, I was beat up over and over and over and over and over. But you know what? I was a single mother. I had to feed my children. I couldn't get a RJ, which is a regular job because I had to take them to school and be there after school and do all those things. I basically felt like I didn't have a choice. So I, I figured it out. Faked it till you made it. You bet. And you know, and I, and I tell, you know, and I tell you some of these things, I still, some of these things I tell my new agents, you know, you you pretend you're in a movie and the movie you're a realtor. So just do that. And the lines that you tell people are, I don't know, but I should know. So let me go find out and I will get right back with you. And people really like the fact that you're honest about it. And it also gives you a chance to touch them again, to call them back. And I told you, you know, that I I, I might be, and that's, I use that. I said, you know what? I think the sale of your house is more important to me than it is to you because I have to feed my children. Yeah. And uh, so I'm not going to give up on this. I'm going to make sure this closes. You know, I don't have to say that anymore. So I have a different thing, but it's not a lie. None of it is a lie. So you have to know your own story. You have to know how, you know, the importance of it. So it's still part of my presentation is to let people know my story and, and to, and to figure out who they are and what they need and what their weaknesses, what their strengths are and that personal thing. And again, I didn't learn. Did I, did I mess? Oh my God. Did I mess up? Of course. Yeah, over and over. And I cried and I got upset, but, and I, you know what? I hold this true to this very day and everything that I do, learning how to do plumbing, electrical, drywall, tiling, everything. If they can do it, I can do it. I just have to figure it out. That's right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's, what's important is that, uh, you know, everybody is new at the beginning, no matter what. Nobody knows until they start something, right? Everybody's got their own path, their own journey. Fail forward, take action. That's That's it. And you learn from your mistakes. You you learn from you never make the same one again. Well, you know, I can't even say that I haven't made the same mistake more than once, but you learn something new each time. And then you kick yourself and said, why in the heck did I do that again? But you do because you're human. Yeah. And, you know, so and it will happen in anything. In any, in any endeavor in life, right? right. It's, it's, right. you know, again, when But I want to tell you what, the more times you get beat up and still stand up when those harder things in life hit you, 
Well, you you know you can, how I you feel can stand about up, that. You can stand you never, up well, easier. You, yeah, you know how. I, it, yeah, it's and that's a impossible. Simplest. You never fail at anything in life. Never, ever, anything you ever decide to try and accomplish, to try to achieve, to try and do, you have never failed. You will never fail until you give up. That's right. That's it. The minute That's you right. give up, you have now failed. If That's you right. don't give up and you continue and you continue, keep moving forward. That's right. Always you keep moving forward. And maybe it, it turns out that you did something and it'll lead you to something else. And you realize you can't, none of nothing. Every time a door closes, another one opens, you keep well, moving you know, forward. Sometimes, and you know, and I and I know this personally and firsthand too. Sometimes you need to quit, but it doesn't mean you're it's a failure. It means that you have a different path now to take. So you're not a failure just because you know, like in like you said, you're in your your third businesses, yeah, your third exactly business. Right. So your first ones, you didn't fail at. You decided to quit and to to give up on that and to start something else. Exactly. It doesn't mean that you failed at anything. Well, it's just quitting just, and. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quitting and failing, uh, I think, at, at the way that you're saying are two different things. You've made a choice to quit and pursue something else. You, you absolutely. Sometimes I should have done that before. Right. And Sometimes I stayed there too long. Yeah, said, some, absolutely. I'm done getting beat up. I'm not right. doing this anymore. Right. But it doesn't mean I failed. Yeah. Is it something right. that isn't right for you? You know, that's, that's learning. Right. So when you quit something to pursue something else, you take what you've learned from that first one with you. Right. Oh, let me let me share something me. else with you on that on that very note, and we should probably wrap this up soon. I want um, to share something before then, real quick. Okay, so um, being in this business and hiring people in this business, I cannot tell you how many people that I know um, lost their jobs or something happened in their life that made them. Uh, come to this business, but they weren't happy about it was like they were crying over the fact that they lost their jobs or, or this, that or the other thing. And, uh, and then only to find out that this career um, and doing this was the greatest thing that ever happened to them. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you don't know that when you're getting beat up and when you have to, you know, turn the other, turn the other direction, how absolutely wonderful that next path is going to be when you never wanted to leave the old one. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that. You, so you never really know, actually, no, you, no. you got to keep moving forward. You know, after hurricane, what, what, what's that? What's, what, what's Katy Perry say? After a hurricane comes a rainbow, right? During the hurricane, you don't know that a rainbow is going to show up. Mm -hmm. Right. Every time a door closes, it maybe it means because another one's going to open for you. You know, you know, you just you, if you if you just keep moving forward, you know, and keep that yeah. mindset, you know, it, it, things will happen for you. That's right. And so I'll go back to this and then we'll wrap this up. When you were 24 and that story and you're sweating, you can't speak, you're shaking yeah. in front of this guy. They started it's, smiling this, in front of me too. It was this embarrassing. Is, this is something that I, and maybe another time I'll touch it. When you're saying that, I remember that happening to me oh. at that young age in different circumstance. I think that's more of a common thing, especially that you said around the age of 24. 
So the prefrontal cortex of human beings doesn't fully develop until they say about age 25. So you're still, you know, when someone's an adult, that's debatable, right? Um, to me, anyway. But as you're having those first new experiences in your life, it's almost that where you shake, you kind of, you're so terrible. It's like being in, speaking in front of people for the first time, like, da da da. It's I th that normal process is something that people need to understand. If you're young and you're listening to this, you're getting into any type of endeavor, you know, when that happens, man, you're that wiring is, your brain. You are wiring your brain, right? It is, it's something is, is uniquely happening. Hey there. Uh -oh. Hold on. Remind <laughs> you. Yeah. I think he doesn't want. I got another one that's been on my lap this whole time. God, look how big they are. I know. Well, wow. the, the the girlies are half his size. He's got he's the big yeah. one. Wow. Yeah, but I'm I just to wanted to, you yeah. know, that that is part of, you know, don't um, you know, how you handle that situation is important, right? Yeah. Uh, even if you if you know if you it's getting back on that quit. horse. I guess you right? know, and not know in hindsight now, had I quit. My whole life could have been, yeah. could have been different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That, you said it right there, right? It's, it, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't. And I said of that, thank God for Bill Ramsey, who was a slob, greasy hair, but you know, his shirt tail, half of his shirt tail hanging up. <laughs> he had body odor. I thought, dude, <laughs> if he can make money in this, I can. <laughs> I just got to figure it out. So uh, yeah, thank God for him. I love that. I, he's the one who told me, he's the one who told me when I asked him, we were around some lakes, you know, I, 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 did, I didn't know the area, you know, what did I know, you know? So I asked him how to get to this one place. And he said, oh, you can't get there from here. And I freaking believed him. I said, where do I have to go first? <laughs> I was stupid, right? <laughs> And then, then I scratched my head afterwards saying, well, I'm not, you know, that's kind of naive. That's kinda, He's laughing. And the other things I tell you what, one other thing that happened when I was brand new is that investors, they see you as being brand new and hungry for business. They use you and abuse you. And all these 36, 37 years later, they still do. They find those new people and they just suck them dry. Just yeah. saying, yeah, I've got lots of money. You just got to find me the right ones. Get it. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, I know we both have a lot of work to do. I think you're heading over to um, yeah. Dave and do some stuff over. Yeah, I gotta be there. So I'm gonna be like, we'll, we'll hop off on this right now and. Until uh, yeah. next time. Yeah. Um, uh, you have some questions, right? Um, For later. I don't know, right. but we'll touch base. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll call you later. Okay. Or you call me or whatever. We'll figure. Or we it can out. do if you have real estate questions. We might as well do this. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, won't be tonight. Tonight's my parents' 65th wedding anniversary. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So I'm going to be taking them out. 65. Years. Yeah, I'm taking wow. them out to dinner tonight. So it won't be tonight. Wow. Okay. But soon, call me. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, as always. Until next, until time. next time. Bye. Bye.